you got to know what your kids are feeling. Let them talk. It's hard to let them talk. All you want to do is help them. Encourage kids to say how they feel, especially if they do anything at home you think is wrong. You say, you did something wrong. What do you feel about it? Seeing what they say, it makes them more mature to handle anything that comes along. We don't teach that very young because we don't want kids to go through anything. But they are getting younger and younger. They're going through it. Bullying is like a nervous energy and, and even a negative thought. It doesn't go away unless we do something about it and very early age. And I think as early as nine years old or maybe even earlier than that. And we have to do something quicker than what we're doing now. Going to school, asking kids, like, I usually as mothers, we ask the question, how's your day? And all we get is, but we want to say, how does the day feel for you today? How does it feel today at school? It's a very important thing. It might not work the first time. Might not happen the second time, but somewhere along the line, they'll come out and say, mum, it was a bad day today. And you turn around and say, how does it, why does it feel a bad day? It's a big question. People didn't, I know as a mother, I would say, first I say, how's your day? No answer. And I said, come on, tell me. And they won't answer. They say, oh, okay. And I feel that bullying is a thing that grows in as early age, as I said, and stays with you till teenager, becoming an adult. And the aggressions in boys, especially, will definitely carry on to adulthood. And I know that for a fact. I know that for my opinion, my, this is my opinion, but I've been through bullying. And so I have two boys that went through bullying. And I think that the only one that gets more embarrassed is the mother or whoever cares for the children going to school. It's the most embarrassing thing for a mother because they blame themselves. And I think that not only victims are the, the victims, the bullies are too. And I know for a fact that you can become a victim and then become a bully as well because you want to be safe and you tend to hang around with someone safe. What I mean by safe, you're hanging around with a gang that bullies other kids and makes you feel good after a while too. So what are we encouraging that we should fight back? And we can teach kids how to fight back in sense with words, not physically. But the fact is, I know for a fact that men don't, men or fathers will say to the child, well, teach them how to do karate, how to do some other sort of defense like wrestling. But does that fix the problem? We actually end up doing the same thing that we don't want to do. We're bullying other people by fighting back. And not only that, you might get expelled or suspended from school because you fought back. It's, and so that makes a lot of sense how if you're bullied, if you're on the receiving end of it, then that's the behavior that you see. And there's the tendency when you're just a kid to say, if I don't want to be bullied, then the answer is for me to just be the giver, not the receiver. And if I'm the one that's inflicting the pain, then no one can get in. Or if I make someone else, then that makes me strong. And so it, it makes logical sense how this sort of thing could come about. And so I'm really curious about your own personal story, because you mentioned that both of your boys were bullied. And what were those two bullying problems were, were, did your boys experience the same kind of bullying or was it different in each of their experiences? My, one of my children was height was very small. He was not a normal height for a high school kid. And even primary school, he was 
looking like it's eight years old. And he actually got bullied because of his height. But even, yeah, I think even he got frustrated that no one noticed that he was getting bullied. And he would come home and say, mom, why aren't you helping me? And it's a big thing for a parent to hear that. It's a very hard thing. You can't do nothing about it. You can go to school and talk to the teachers of stopping it and keeping away, keeping them away from the boys that are bullying. But the fact is the teachers haven't got eyes because they're busy with other things. And the school does interfere only when the person is in a dangerous mode. What I mean is that they get hurt. I mean, school doesn't really help being, if you tell a school that your son's being bullied by so many kids, that they won't do much. They can't. And they say, they say, we don't have bullying at this school. And that's how they answer back. We don't have it. I said, yes, you have. But they don't want to be known as a school with bullies inside. And, and as from our conversation a while ago, you mentioned that, that bullying has many different forms. And it seems like the bullying in general, if you ignore it, that's definitely not the answer because it'll, it will happen anyway. But then there's maybe like bullying up to the line, right? Where there's like passive aggressiveness and there's psychological bullying and cyber bullying. So how does a parent or how does a kid deal with bullying that's really sneaky or that's like on and off or hidden from the teachers? It seems like a really tough problem to solve when you can't even see it. You can't even identify it. Very hard. It's one of the hardest things. But I learned when a child comes home from school and cries and anger or, or having a tantrum because he can't handle it, you have to sit and let him go for quite a he or she, let him go for quite a while till they let go all that frustration. And then they actually get to know that that's their emotions and they might be able to understand their emotions a bit better by going, let them go. And we tend as parents tend to interrupt them while they're going through that anger moment when they come home, because you, all you want to do is help them and helping them in the middle of it. It's not actually helping them because they think, oh, mom's going to help me. Dad's going to help me get out of this bullying. But no, they got to help themselves. They got to be stronger themselves. And we're going to be taught, this is going to be taught in school about self being confident and even mindset, even motivation early, early as possible will help the kids to grow up better and understand themselves, their feelings, their emotions. Because we know for a fact that stress and depression, anxiety really start really early nowadays. And why does it start early? Because the kids get frustrated. They don't know how to handle it. They don't know what to do about it. So we have to get in early. I, as I said before in my book, I had an, a girl at three years old smiling all the time. And I said, how beautiful that is. But that's that, I asked the mother, is that, is she smiling all the time? She's smiling all the time. But she, and I said, I oh, pity, I hope that she'll never get bullied. And she did. She got bullied and that smile was still on her face. So she's going to carry that on. If she didn't get help, that's going to stay in her till some, something else happens to her, negative, husband abusive or something happens bad in her life that her kids are hurting her or something and her anger will come out front and I reckon that's what they should it's a bit hard to explain feelings of I know what it felt like bullying I got bullied because I was Italian I was my food my way I was the way I look you name it I got bullied 
But the fact is they say, oh, bully makes you stronger. It has a little bit of combining of that. Yes, it has a little bit. But what goes in your head all the time? Oh, you're fat, you're ugly, you know, you're good for nothing. You're a wog, pardon my expression, Italian. And you shouldn't be like that. You should be able to express who you are. And we are unique. And so why are we trying to copy other people? Or why do we have to understand? Why do we think that other people's opinion is than ours? And that's what I'm trying to say. The kids should be have a journalist school. Even at home, that journal might be very important starting very young to show their, how they feel and how to express their emotions, how they express their feelings at a very early age. Because we actually shut that down a lot. Mainly in men, we can't show feelings like crying and we've got to be strong. We'll be all right. And I remember one time I asked my son, why don't, you know, groups of boys get together and stop this bullying if you see someone getting bullied? Like there's one case somewhere recently, there was a girl punched and hit on the ground by four people and everyone stood around them. All the school did, all the kids. And I said, why don't they go in and help them? And my son said, it's because I could be one, I could be the one next. Isn't that sad to say that? It really is. That is, and I experienced that as a kid as well, when there's like a group and there seems to be a pecking order and there's like the top dog, the top bully, but there's always the kid on the bottom rung. And then the kids who are like maybe the five or so kids near the bottom, they all want to attack that most bottom rung kid because they know if they don't, that they're next. And it seems like a complex social situation, but from what you said so far, it's really important to communicate, right? Communicate with your kids, communicate back, and then do some sort of journaling so that way you can get a handle on your emotional control. And then you're also mentioning this concept here of not taking everyone's statements to you at face value, right? If someone says you're ugly or you're stupid, then that their statement doesn't have value. And sometimes they're just trying to get a rise out of you, but to not react to every little insult thrown at you is easier said than done and might take a while. So what's the solution there? If, some, if there's a kid or even an adult out there who just gets really irritated when so, someone calls them names or calls them a loser, how do, you, how do you keep that from affecting you without becoming a bully or without just becoming emotionally messed up inside? We have to really get, give, give long talks to our kids and say how important they are and how valued and how worth they are, the worth of themselves as people. The thing is, when you're in the situation, I know what it feels like being absolutely bullied and you can't say anything, but you can say to a, I, me, how it helped me, I actually put my hand up and say, stop, really strong. But they know you after a while, after they've been bullying you for a while, they know how you react to everything. They know how, oh, she's only saying this to get out of it. But the fact is you've got to be stronger. You've got to teach kids to be stronger to not answer back, but it, by putting your hand up, even one little thing or agree with them what they say. Maybe, oh, fat person. I say, yeah, I am. I know it. So what are you telling me anything different? And might shut them up completely. I remember one time one of my friends, one of my son's friends at school, told me, came up to me, because I had a lot, people tend to come up to me about bullying a lot, but this one here came up to me and says, I'm being bullied by a girl and I don't know how to get rid of her. And I said, I'll fix it for you. And she said, he, he said, what do you mean? I said, give me a cent. I walked up to the girl. I said, oh, I heard you liked, what's his name? Run over there. 
And she said, what do you mean? You're always around him. You're always picking on him. I think you like him a lot. She never went near him. I did it in front of his, her mother. I did it exactly in front of her mother. And she never went near that boy again. It was so that I helped that little bit. I'm not saying that parents should get involved all the time because parents can make it worse. But that incident was very quick and got to the point. But I did it in front of her mother. Because I know that parents get a really a negative attitude when it comes to bullying. If you say that your son is the cause of the bullying of my son, it becomes a, like an issue. I know one stage, my son, after years of being bullied, and I told my kids not to hit back. But the thing is, it does get to a stage they hit back. And I hit, my son hit a child in the face with a tin lunchbox. I'll never forget as long as I live. And... Then we had to wait outside the school, of course. I had to sit downstairs while the parent of the other one was walking up the stairs. And he was angry. He was a big fella and he was angry. He came down again. I saw him hit the son behind the head and say, what a stupid boy you are. How I found out what the teacher said. At least the teacher said something. Said my son was bullied by him for over a year. Right? And nothing was done by him. Nothing was done. I try to go up to school, the principal, and say, oh, we only can see what we can. But my son did that. He never hit him again. But the fact is, why do we have to respond with anger and frustration and hitting to get back freedom from a bully? And it just doesn't, it doesn't really work because you keep doing that to fight against another person. It doesn't get you anywhere, even at school. You know how many times you can get suspended? and expel by hitting another kid and it doesn't need to be much right and so that kid is going to end up leaving school because they're being expelled what does it mean when they leave school they become well as kids are in trouble all the time and then when they become adults they bring them to work actually lately i've noticed a few friends of mine having bullying at work due to the fact that they're scared of losing their job right from one extent to the other, because it does carry on, but because they find that they're going to lose their job, they think they start bullying the person, they get rid of them. And they do that at school. By bullying someone makes them stronger, makes them feel better. So I think that, I think kids have to learn a little bit more about their value of a person at very early age. And I really recommend even therapy if show signs coming home from school going up in the room you know that for a fact they go in the room if that's not the normal thing they do there is something wrong and I know my kids did that a lot and I thought oh I have a bit of peace but the fact is it wasn't peace they were going through trauma of some sort and it is a trauma of some sort and it's a negative energy that stays in your body and it takes time to be activated by some other thing that affects you like anger, someone calling your name, bring back memories as you get older. And I know that it happened to me. That's why it woke me up is by having the time off from working it because of this disease and that. It made me think of all the things that happened to me. It amazed me that how you can fix yourself up if you keep telling yourself you didn't deserve it, you didn't want it, and I should have stepped. It is inside you that has to be fixed up first to fight back a bully. 
the fact is the hardest thing for a child when it's not experienced and not taught and if they're not taught how to be worthy of themselves, how special they are, and you shouldn't take opinions from other people, it's not going to work. And this whole idea of becoming, or keeping, keeping the stress or the trauma bottled up and then it erupting and trying to fight back and punching and pushing and shoving when you become adult, that's really serious. You shove someone, somebody sees you, that's jail time or road rage. You, you might kill someone. So that's really something that needs to be taken care of. And so what's really helpful is with all these kind of mental issues, there's discussions of the tools, right? The tools in the toolbox. And so it seems like what you're talking about here is it's important to, number one, get educated about bullying. So that way, when it happens to you, you know what you're dealing with. And then it seems like also number two, you're mentioning this idea of not just reacting and not responding the same way every time and maybe thinking it through. Because as you said, if someone comes at you with a name calling or an insult or, or whatever, then the, your immediate like fight or flight response might be ignore it or fight back or something like that. But if you say, double down on it or make it funny or go with it or just take the wind out of their sails, then that can be uh, one of those tools to take care of it. And so uh, everyone's always thinking about what's the cutting edge? What's the latest news or the latest thoughts? So in the past like six months or a year or so, has anything come across your radar as far as anything new or even like new to you as far as like new techniques to fight against bullying or new ways of thinking about it? Has there been anything in the past year or so that's just really interested you in this bullying niche? Oh, I can I say? I've been just watching what's happening in the world these days. Yeah, if you have an opinion, you can be bullied down to their opinion. What I'm saying that is when you're arguing with someone about what you feel and they say, oh no, that's not how I feel. So they keep bullying you till they get you down. Other, if you stand up for yourself, you'll get away with it. But the fact is even nowadays bullying is even more prominent in adults than I've ever seen before. Just look around the world. And if you talk about anything against anything, you'd be, I remember saying something at a table once. I won't say what the discussion was, but I've never, I said a very gentle, very nice. And I got a wham, no tomorrow, because my opinion was different than anybody else. So it's getting, bullying is really, it's actually, even to a suicidal level at the moment, how bad is suicide? People dying now from being bullied because what they say, what they do, and even a school kid can get bullied and want to kill themselves and say another lie. But the thing is, I think that it's getting worse. It's not getting better because we have to deal it earlier and really early. And the only thing I'm finding out, people tend to not listen anymore. I know that bullying is a stigma out there. They reckon bullying is nothing. And even you mentioned, I know the subject, in most cases, I bring it up. They think it's nothing. It's nothing to do with me. Only when you're in the situation is only when you notice it. And it's, and that is the fact. And even parents don't even want to know about it till it happens to them. So I reckon it's a big thing that we got to start. I know it's another thing that parent has to go through, <laughs> has another little, but it is a mental issue. It is a mental issue. We have to realize it. it's part of another We've all got mental issues. All of us have, but some are stronger than others in different situations. So I know that I overprotected my children. We don't want our kids to be harmed. We don't want them to get hurt. So we protect them. And that protection can be 
not very good with kids. They don't grow up with kids got to have failure. We trip at schools now, they don't teach about failure. They're going to give fake things. They got to go bad at things. They got to like, even in running now, you get a medal for being involved, but a years ago in competition of being first, second, third, that's hard work. And that's hard work in everything we do. Why do we deserve not getting that? The fact that we fail, it's a good lessons for us. Instead of saying everything comes to our way, everything good comes away. Doesn't always good comes our way. We need to teach kids that sometimes bad things happen. And I think that's how we're going to deal kids with feelings and understanding that bad things happen, not for good, we can fix it. But the fact is, if we don't teach our kids that bad things happen, that kid will never grow up, will never understand, and will not, it will accept bullying because it can't understand I'm nice to that person. Why is he nasty to me? And I think that's a lot to do with life. If we don't teach things that kids, you do, you did wrong here. Oh, good. You did something wrong here. But you learn by that. Instead of saying, oh, you did something wrong. Oh, you were right, love. We'll go on to the next subject. You got to say, they have to, you have to teach kids that they can do wrong things and kids can do wrong things to them. And what, one of my favorite quotes ever, Maria, it's from Captain Picard from Star Trek. And he said, it's possible to commit zero mistakes and still lose. You can do everything right, but the way life is, you can still have this sort of failure. And so you're mentioning about this, this whole thing that people talk about, how school is not what it used to be. And sometimes oh. it can be a little too easy. But the good news is that school is only a, a piece of the pie, right? There's what they learn in school. There's what they learn from their friends. And there's also what they learn from you as a parent. And, and this whole topic of bullying, it stirs up all the bad childhood memories. But I think that the way I respond to it better now as an adult is I, if I recognize it, I think, okay, I'm putting a label on that bullying in whatever form it is, right? If someone's just bullying in, in business, or even if I have a friend who's bullying someone else and I don't like it, I'm thinking, it's time to find new friends. And I wish as a kid I'd known, uh, I wish I had more of an abundance mindset, right? If I was stuck in this group of friends and I was being bullied or there was bullying happening, I wish I had just had more of the mindset of getting new friends. And yeah, so there's a- about teaching early about things like that. And so hey. along those lines though, so is there something that, that you wish that you had known as a little girl when you were that, that little Italian and you were getting all these nicknames, if you could send a message back into the past and tell your younger yeah. self something, does anything come to mind? I just, yeah, yeah, you know what you would want to do to the person that harmed you, of course. You would say something, not nicely, but the fact is, it did help me a little bit to grow up. I'm not saying it didn't, but that hurt bit, the nervous energy in your body, is the part that stays with you. And I think no matter what, how the past is gone, even though every now and then I go back to it and say to myself, why didn't I stand up to them? Why didn't I just walk away? And there's always, you can walk away, but that doesn't mean that they won't stop bullying you. I did that too. I walked away a few times and it didn't work. It's only when I started laughing with them, it's worked for me, but it doesn't mean that it works like that to everyone. But there is, you have to find a way to hit them nicely. It's more like the word I would say. Hit them nicely with something back. In fact, oh, you're skinny or something like that. But it worked for me that way. But it took, I'm telling you, it took a long, a lot of my life, not thinking about it. And then it came up when my sons got bullied. 
And then when I had some problems in my life, it came up and I didn't realize what it was. So I still believe anything that happens, especially in your childhood age, right up to, I reckon, even up to 13, and then the hormones come in, then you're out of control. But that bit there is a crucial age, right up to 13, even nine. I still say nine is a good angle. If your kid's having problems at before nine, then you've got to help them a lot then. Then wait till they hit 13 and then they won't listen to you at all. Right, yeah. right. There, there's a, that crucial age to to get the message in. And it just it hammers home the point that you're making about how important it is to be aware and communicate both ways so that way you can catch it early. And that way it's not something that keeps happening for years on end. And then you have to do all this work to undo it. And so it's good that we're living, the world has changed for better or for worse, but at least we're talking about a lot more than we used to. And with Google and social media, and there's books on all sorts of subjects, and there's your book included, where it's possible to now do research on this whole bullying thing and at least get more educated. And so with all the discussions that are happening with bullying, is there anything that you think does not have enough attention given to it? Or do you think there's anything unique about your own bullying training that just makes you stand out? Is there anything that's just unique to you? Uh, well, when unique, I think that we should be, on uh, me, I should be talking to more mothers about this. And I think that it should have a little community to get together and talk about it. Mothers get blamed more than anybody else when it comes to bullying. And the embarrassment is the mother. I saw more mothers at the school. I saw one or two fathers, but I think the fathers tend to handle it better. But the mothers tend to... Um, ignore it because they don't want to deal with it especially if a child is the bully and if the ones are bullying the kids that's the hardest one I just think that what can I say I because my book my reason my ideas is to get together and maybe come together and make something worthwhile to stop this bullying and I don't mean you can't stop it completely but it has gone overboard it's past the circle now bullying is I thought bullying had changed since I left school, but wow, I'm speaking to mothers now that bullying is over, it escalated. It's escalated to worse, to things like knives and things and what they use to each other and drugs. Some drugs were starting when I went to school, but now it's black. It's full blind, especially if their self-esteem has gone down. And if no one's listening to them, as my son said, why, why, why haven't you done anything for me, mum? I went to school, up to school quite often, asking for help. And I didn't get much response because they didn't know how to handle the kids. They didn't know how to do it. And I think they need something at school a little bit to help. Like I know that's another school thing, which they don't like saying helping kids. But if a child gets bullied and a victim and a bully, they both need help. And not just one. And the bully will carry on teaching maybe his kids, his family, what it, and carries on. I'm not sure. I'm not saying the victim won't do that. The victim gets hurt so badly, he can become one of those two. And that's why I'm trying to, I'm trying to get those two together to make people, that school, education, it should be more education, maybe even a 10 minutes of talking about what you feel about bullying, even if it's a subject, a small subject. I think it helps kids to wake up early. I'm talking about early, not when they're a teenager. They won't listen in teenage. 
stage. We all know that. That's not, they don't even listen to a parent at that age. Why would they listen to a teacher? But in primary school, it's the biggest thing. And we teach a lot of things in primary school, how to add up and all that, but we don't teach them anything about how to deal with friends, hey, friends at school, what you should accept from each other, what you shouldn't accept from each other. You shouldn't accept someone hitting you. You shouldn't accept someone calling you names. Or when one says a kinder, biting them. I had a, my son was bitten at, at childcare. And he said to me, why was I bitten? I said, I don't know. We have to find out. And the child just kept biting everybody. But that's another issue. But the fact is what I'm saying is that we should help each other. We should actually bind together more. I find that bullying is a stigma that no one wants to talk about. So that means it's left down the bottom. It's not, and I reckon it's part of depression, stress, anxiety, suicide. I can go on. It actually begins down the beginning and even at health issues too. If you want to go on to other, anything that causes stress can cause diabetic issues and other issues, even cancer, if you want to go on to that one. But all I'm saying at the beginning is important stage. And that is the part that we ourselves as parents should always watch that early stage more than any other stage. I know that you can get bullied as you get in teenage as well, but if you're strong at the beginning, you can might be able to handle better when you get teenage stage. I like that a lot. And it's, it's just in general, it seems like the thinking is slow and steady, right? And start early and then just like, it's something to keep an eye on and not something to play catch up many years later. And you're mentioning some of these things like basically emotional intelligence, right? Knowing what you're feeling and knowing how you're treating others. And if you're, if you're being negative, it can spread like a virus. Like you mentioned about the dad that was slapping the kid upside the head. I mean, that's something that will be passed down and down versus if you can uh, get to your kid's self-esteem early and get to the positivity and the encouragement without sheltering them. And of course, that's something to always be navigating is helping your kid out, but also giving them the freedom to fail. It seems like this, as you said, this is something that needs to be discussed and explored more and done like, together and dealt with the victim and with the bully, because as you also said, it's even a tougher problem to undo your kid being a bully and from like being mean to others and then wondering why the meanness then comes backing and just in general, just not having these tools. And so this is a great discussion for us to be having. And in these last few minutes here, I want to make sure that you tell us about what are the next steps If someone now has an awareness of the bullying, what should they be thinking, doing, looking into, and most importantly, where's your website and where's your book? It's of course correct. And it's on bullying, obsession, aggression. I just think that that the very important part that we have to deal with is getting early and I'm really early. And as, I, as you said, the other, the parent that hit that child is because the teacher said that my son was getting bullied, which is very rare. And teachers don't get involved because they get involved with parents and parents can be overprotective over their children, even if they're bullies. What I'm saying is that oh, we have to get involved when they're younger and show they got to show our kids telling us everything at an early age, which they are more likely to, is the best time to get how they feel about emotions, how they feel about themselves. But you still have to encourage them and say to them that you can fail, you can do things wrong, and that's a lesson to, to be learnt, to be a better person and to be strong. 
The thing is, we do not teach kids that because we overprotect them at a very early age. We don't want them any harm. Who would want to harm a child three, four, or five? You wouldn't want to harm a child at that age. But the fact is, there is kids that get harmed at that age. And we have to be more concerned and, and knowledgeable of how kids in that age. We tend to laugh at everything. We tend to, everything they do, and they want our laughs to make them feel better. But the fact is we have to find inside them what they feel by asking little things. It doesn't have to be out like an adult would speak. He's like, oh, look at that dog there. Look how it feels, looks happy. Are you happy? Like things like that you can teach children to actually open up. And I think that's the most important thing. And schools should be involved too and as early as possible. But that's going to be a bit harder. If only maybe one day I might go to schools at, and start teaching skills, I would love to do that. And you should do that. And so what I'm hearing from you is the importance of having a strategy, like an anti-bullying strategy for your kid and just ignoring it, that's not a strategy. Just reacting and freaking out, it's not a strategy, but in saying, I'll check in with my kid on a regular basis. I'll be aware of these problems. I'll just take these actions and I'll make sure that my kid has a healthy self-esteem in order to not be dependent on me and make their own decisions. And this, in general, just think these things through, right? If there's some kind of ongoing problem at school with a classmate, with sports, with a teacher, then, you know, what will I do long-term and maybe think on it and know that the solutions might not always present themselves or you might need outside help, might need that kind of community support that you're mentioning in order to arrive at a solution. Even therapy if needed. I reckon it doesn't hurt to get early. As I said, I had one kindy child, three years old, therapy, and only needed a couple of sessions. Sometimes you have to get the child to open up, and sometimes they don't open up to parents, and that's the issue. They might open to an uncle, auntie, that's a good way. If you've got close family, it's good, but if you haven't, I think a therapist is really good. People tend to be scared of going to a therapist or a psychologist or whatever to get their minds, let them get it out of their bodies but the fact is we need that if some child is up if a parent can't control a child there's something wrong there's something there and especially at early age when a teenager well, that's a different story but when they're young you can control them a bit better and that's the time that I know people say oh you're going to teach and that's false teaching no it isn't it's teaching them to understand about themselves that means ask him how they feel do you like this and why do you like this and why you like something, what or bad, that's a good lesson to teach any kid at an early age. What's good and what's bad and early as possible. What's good and what's bad. And, uh, and I was afraid of therapy at first as well, but when someone told me there's not a lot of back and forth and sometimes it might just be a lot of them sitting there and you will be the one that will vocalize your problems. And even just putting this mess in your head into words can really sort things out and in different buckets, including what's good and what's bad and what's worth my time and what doesn't even matter and what should I do and what shouldn't I do, just sorting out this whole mess into these various little buckets. And so we mentioned that the book is at coursecorrectbook.com, which you, Maria Warlow, are co-authored with Pat Masidi. And do you have any other resources or websites or things to look into if someone wants to continue this anti-bullying research path. Mental issues, mental uh, mindsets, get kids to go into some sort of, I still think motivation helps a lot of young kids at an early age. I know that sounds a bit funny. Why would you need motivation as a young child? 
But if they are taught that they are important and they're special, I think that's the best way to go through. Mindset is number one. We don't teach kids mindset till, I don't even think adults are taught mindset till they're older. So really we need some sort of childlike mindset. And I know that sounds weird, but teaching kids that they're, what are your person? You're a person, they're special, and you've got different qualities from other kids. You're different. So you can't be the same as that person and you can't be the same as that person. So why should you agree with anybody or anything that you're different? We are different. I'm sorry. We are different. So why we should agree and being the same with someone else? We're different as a person. So I think that we have to get into schools a lot more. And I think my, I'm trying to, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to start doing a course. I'm bullying myself really down the course. But it's been difficult for me to get it all. But I'm trying very hard and I hope to do it soon in the next, oh, I don't know, six months or to do it. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. I wish you the best of luck with that endeavor and getting the word out and getting this kind of education in schools that's very much needed. Coursecorrectbook.com and Maria Warlow. Find her on social media. Talk to her. Get that conversation going about bullying. If you have something to share with her or if you've been dealing with this bullying problem with your kids, it just it helps to get that other outside perspective. So as we wrap up our entire conversation here, Maria, is there any final last word that you feel like fitting in here? Something to send us on our way, to encourage us, or just to keep in mind in the years moving forward when dealing with bullies in any form? Does anything come to mind as far as like a sentence or two you really stick in our brain? I personally think that you've got to know what your kids are feeling. And by that, you have to sit and let them talk. And it's hard to let them talk. All you want to do is help them. So I think that you have to encourage kids to say how they feel, especially if they do anything at home that you think is wrong. You turn around and say, you did something wrong. What do you feel about it? And see what they say. And that also grows up and makes them more mature to handle anything that comes along. And I think we don't teach that very young because we don't want kids to go through anything, but they are getting younger and younger. They're going through it. And so we got to just asking kids how they feel a lot more and talk about, give them like, oh, I did something wrong today. And you tell them, and I said, I know it's a wrong thing and I failed, but I learned something by not doing it again or something by that way. Talk to your child a lot more at a very early age about being wrong and little bad, as I always say. I love it. So better to fail and admit it and learn from it than to fail and ignore it and repeat it. Yes, exactly. And we do that a lot. That's life, isn't it? We do a lot of things. But the thing is, if you learn, if you teach them younger, when they come to teenager stage, you might have a little bit of leeway there, which is hard. It's very hard at teenage stage because they're turning into adults and they think they are adults, as you say, and they're still learning. And, um, and I think by, I know it's another thing the parent has to do. And I know there's another action that we have to do, but if you start young and that is when the most enjoyable part of a child is young, if you can correspond them a bit better at a very early age, I know we're all working. We were both working, my husband and I, and it was hard and I know it's hard, but I wish I learned more about this and do it earlier. And I'll keep emphasizing that because I've helped a lot of mothers, kids under nine. It's amazing what you can find out by talking to mothers of kids under nine. 
And that's why I want to talk. And that's how my information is only by experience with talking to other people, other mothers and my experience. And that's the only thing I've learned. And I think other people that are being bullied should learn from that, should actually understand by communicating and not being embarrassed, which most mothers are. They're embarrassed by anything a child does wrong or that shows a weakness in their child. It shouldn't be. It shows a child is a human being and they have to be treated like one. And we have to help them as well as a human being. So a child is just not just a child. It's a person that's going into an adult one day. And that's the whole, we have to help that. Or we have a generation of go-getters and doesn't matter who you hurt and who you hit and dominate, then it'll be, well, our life will be different. Everyone didn't have a say. It is time to, to break the pattern, break the cycle, communicate with our kids, do it early and often and know what they're feeling. So that way they don't get just stuck in these common problems that, that all of us have dealt with. Now the new generation can move forward in a different way. Maria Warlow, anti-bullying crusader, coursecorrectbook.com. Wonderful speaking with you, Maria. Thank you very much, Rob.